0: This episode of the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. Tune in for the latest video game news and discussions covering all platforms and genres. Search for Midwest Game Nerds on iTunes and subscribe today. Welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Nick. I'm Willie. Today we are joined by the founder and host of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast, John. Hello. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. Thanks, guys. And uh, we also have uh, Chappie in the studio with us. You might hear him in the background. Chappie! So today we're going to be talking about what we've been watching and then we're going to do a full review of Neil Blomkamp's Chappie. I Almost forgot the name of the movie. <laughs> How could you forget it? He's whispering. In your I know. Ear. <laughs> I know. Before we get to all that feedback, on dot is where you'd write to us about our show. You can find all of our previous episodes plus full show notes on MidwestFilmNerds dot com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at MFN Podcast. You'll also find us on Instagram under that name and search for Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on Vine and Facebook to find us there. Finally, two four eight seven three three five MFN, which is two four eight seven three three five six three six uh like give us a call leave us a voicemail we might play it on the show and talk about it and also finally uh the midwest game nerds podcast now has a subscribe a feed to subscribe to in itunes so please go check that out search for midwest game nerds do it um the only other announcement that i have this is coming out on wednesday the 11th uh monday the 9th is uh not only one uh mr willie gibbs's birthday so happy birthday willie oh thank you uh but it's also the uh, third anniversary of John Carter So I'm going to be posting an article that I wrote back uh, Back when John Carter first came out And uh, you guys can read it and let me know what you think of it But, now that all of that's through What we've been watching Willie, I hear you've been watching something I have What have you been watching, Willie?
1: I began um, the Twilight
0: Saga of films <laughs> This isn't the riff tracks. This is just... No, this is a straight... straight no. Twilight. I don't,
1: I don't need those people. I can riff tracks myself. <laughs> Whoa. Um, basically, it was... God, I It was on TV. It popped up. And uh, Nikki and I happened you, to be on... tripped
0: the, and it fell into the DVD player.
1: No. It happened to be on the channel we were watching after the movie we finished... And so we just started watching it. Like we 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 didn't stop because it was. I don't. Has anybody seen
2: the first Twilight? Here, uh huh. You couldn't pay me to watch
1: those.
3: (laughs) Gojo and I have watched one, two, three.
1: Hold on. I think you might want to reconsider. It's so funny. It's like not the second one, which I'll get to. Oh. That first movie is so low budget and shitty and like really badly made. The special effects are bad. The soundtrack's bad. The acting like it's it's almost. There's parts where it's borderline experimental film. Like like where it's like you're like. This is like a, a transient experience. Or I mean, something. I, I would
2: consider like an MST3K sitting, with, yeah, in in doing that. I think that would be a lot of fun. You have, yeah, you have to watch it with some people. But there's no way in hell I could watch them on my own. No,
1: no, no don't do it by yourself. But but I think you should watch it at some point with a group. Okay. Did you like
3: the Did you like the huge yawning chasms where no one's talking and they're just looking at each other?
1: It's great. It's great. Like it's so funny. Um, and they make a lot of, they make a lot of pooping faces, <laughs> in the movie. Um, and I don't actually like. I went into the movie and I don't want to offend anybody, but I'm just going to say it like I am. If you've seen the first Twilight, then you should know where I'm coming from. <laughs> I went into the movie not thinking of these two as normal human beings in terms of of uh, emotions, or but I, I I thought of them as there's something that that they're just they're totally emotionally detached from everything. Like they cannot feel actual human emotions. Like they're missing part of themselves. And I just watched them like that, and it was the funniest thing. <laughs> like like. Uh, It was almost like I, like, they make, I can't even describe it. The performances are so weirdly off-base, you have to wonder how the director said, yeah, that's the take we're going with. (laughs) Like, I want to see the stuff that's on the cutting room floor, because this is bad. Um, Kristen Stewart is, like, really weirdly twitchy and, like, kind of half- laughs at everything. Like, (laughs) she's... (laughs) <laughs> and then like and uh, like Edward makes a lot, of, like I said, poop faces, and then like he groans a lot like he's do uh, do vampires poop? poop i don't um I don't think I don't think so, I don't think they eat or anything, but it's really funny because they act like vampirism is like a curse because in most forms of of vampire lore, it is to a certain extent, you can't go out in the sunlight or you can't eat spaghetti or get um <laughs> stuff like that, Mama and then spaghetti. like
2: yeah, because of the tomato juice, right. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> that's, what, that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> the rumors are true. Yeah. So no, it just like like the curse here apparently is if you walk in the sunlight you glow like a diamond. And so you're really pretty looking. Like you're already pretty because you're like what's his face robert Pattinson, and then the sun shines on you and you get more pretty like that's not a curse guys like writer <laughs> writer of book this is not a curse this is actually okay i don't know it's just really funny and then the second one i was really disappointed by because the quality like shoots up in terms of actual filmmaking mm. um i'm not okay with that i'm not okay with that not in my <laughs> twilight um <laughs> But it does introduce an, expan- an extended role for uh, for Taylor Lautner yes. uh, as as Jacob, and the subplot with him is just so funny. I can't. I basically he joins like a werewolf cult, but like instead of like doing anything important, they just hang around shirtless with cut off S- jean shorts and go cliff diving together. It's really funny.
2: So, what emotional characteristic does he have? Seeing as the other two have none. Yeah, the other two are blank slates. Uh, he's more of like the angry one. Like he oh, like. He like gets- wh- but why is he angry? Because he's a werewolf, uh, it's I don't know. <laughs> no, he mostly <laughs> hangs so out with intense. his
1: shirtless, his shirtless, uh, racially ambiguous friends. <laughs> and they all have six pack abs, and they're all really, really good looking. And they all like do they don't have jobs; they just go cliff diving and do fun bro stuff together. So I'm like, why is everybody so angry in this movie? I don't know. It's really funny, <laughs> and I can't figure out why like everybody in town is fighting over Kristen Stewart because like she's. The least likable human being on the planet, (laughs) at least in these movies. I don't know her in real life. She doesn't seem very likable there either. But like Anna Kendrick lives in this town, guys. Like, go for (laughs) her. That's true. She has a personality. So, anyway, that's my review of the first two Twilights. What a uh, a
0: glowing, ringing endorsement of the first two Twilights. You should watch
1: (laughs) them.
3: Alex has actually seen number two.
0: I've seen the riff tracks of number two, and it was an abomination.
1: You should watch Oh, So, you guys remember the scene where he like rips off his shirt? Where Jacob, Jacob was like, I'll help you because she's like bleeding. And oh, it's really good. I
0: try not to remember any of that movie. Well, I That's watched
3: too bad. Uh, Gojo and I watched one through three Rift Tracks. Yeah. And Morel joined us for two. How's three? And three?
0: I don't, I can't remember.
3: Three is the best one. Is it? Three is the most hilarious. Is it? And it actually oh, has so like some, some action. Things happen. Okay. I would say two is barned on the worst. <laughs> two is worse than one? Oh, so much See, worse. See, I, I, I didn't, I mean, it's not at a, least one, one has a plot. Like, one mm-hmm. has kind of a story. Two has no story. No, it doesn't. It's just, like, one guy leaves, and then she likes another guy,
1: and then yes. she goes back with the other guy.
3: That's two, the movie. And, and two is literally... Remember the scene in Zoolander where Mugatu and his assistant exchange those really weird looks, and they go, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's literally the Twilight it Saga. It is. <laughs> and it's just Except there's three people instead of two all giving each other looks, because then Jacob will look at Edward and go... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he looks at Bella and goes... Oh, (laughs) that's it. It's really (laughs) good. You just go. You you as the viewers going. "What What the? What's going on in here? I'm excited for the third one. The third one is a blast because it has the really, really, really like overly flamboyant like vampire overlords. They have like crazy. Lee Lee Michael pace. Sheen. They have like he's not in the third one, unfortunately. Uh, Michael uh, Sheen's in it. Yes, Li- Michael Sheen, and then all his like they have like the old timey like wig, like Parliament wigs, and they're all just like, oh god, it's so funny. You really should watch it with the riff tracks, though. It makes uh, it so yeah, much the, r- the riff tracks are because really, every really time funny. it comes to a shot at one of those guys, they just go, <laughs> <laughs> Or you're like, oh, it's, it's exactly the faces they're always making. It's and so
0: good with with any any like slightly long pause. It's always line, line. <laughs> Lying. <laughs> <Line. laughs> they are they are they are
3: truly dreadful.
1: I will definitely go through and watch them with rift tracks after I finish. Uh, those are what I imagine fifty yeah. shades of
3: Grey to be like. Same same fodder. Oh no, it's worse on a whole
0: nother level. Than fifty shades? No. Fifty shades is worse on a whole nother level.
2: <laughs> Blows my mind.
0: Yeah. Anyway, John. Yeah. What have you been watching?
2: <laughs> uh, I've been watching I, I, Better Call Saul and mm-hmm. uh, the first couple episodes of House of Cards Season Three. That's about it. Um, the only thing I want to say is that uh, when it comes to Better Call Saul, it definitely takes the two initial episodes that they showed back to back to like really get hooked. I agree. And it not that I wasn't I wasn't interested in hooked to begin with, but I feel like by you by the time you get to the end of the first episode, you're kind of just like, and then what? And then they explain it in the second one. So yeah. the two probably should have just been one big two-hour episode. Yeah. So, but uh, it's good. And uh, House of Cards is pretty rad. I know a lot of people are giving it shit for all the uh, product placement, but it doesn't bother me at all, like not in the least bit. I've seen so. the
0: first two seasons, and I, like it feels like a guilty pleasure to me. I kind of liken it to Entourage a little bit where I'm like, I don't feel like the writing is any good, but I kind of enjoy watching Kevin Spacey yeah, do his I thing. Mean, anyway, it's, it's
2: an entertainment watch, and he's he's so good. Like, yeah. it's, it's hard to not watch him and like just be totally. I mean, his character is so charismatic, and you totally get roped into that as a viewer. Yeah. Um. But I I do like I said like everybody online on my Facebook feed is like, oh, product placement. This is worse than commercials, <laughs> and it's like you're all a bunch of idiots because I would rather not have commercials. Yeah, it works for me. I I don't mind it.
0: So no, I I'm, I thought the PlayStation stuff that they did in the first season was really stupid, but I I'd, I'd rather have is that. It, is it is it
2: is it like Arrow
3: level product placement, or is it like Secret? I don't level watch product Arrow, product so placement? I
2: couldn't tell you. But I
0: mean, it's like Frank Underwood unwinds from a day by playing Call of Duty on his PlayStation Three, That's and he cause plays in
3: one of the Call of Duties.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, I can only, like, off the top of my head in, like, the two, three episodes I've watched, I can only think of one blatant example of product placement for, like, a brand of whiskey, and that's it.
0: It's not as bad as, like, the recent episode of New Girl when somebody got a new car. They're like, oh, yeah, this is my new Volkswagen, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's got it this and this and this and this. And, and like this.
2: last season, I think it was like a Ford Fusion or something like that, where they were like, oh, check it out. It's a Ford Fusion with leather interior. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And the hobo outside like climbs in the car and he's like, this is a nice car.
0: Yes, yes. That's like, that's precisely yeah. what I'm talking about. F-
2: they flash the uh the, Yeah, it's like a the 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 it, they like the They go over the Ford grill. Like, they like panned over the yeah. Ford grill. And you're like, really? It's like, really. W-
0: I mean, at least I suppose in that case, they're just calling it for what it is. I was going to say, aren't they kind of doing it intentionally? But I I'd much rather you just put the car in the show and have it be there, like, yeah. Like every other thing that you show a shot of a logo, fine. But I don't want you to give the actual sales pitch in the TV right. show. I
3: wonder if Ford gave him like just a ridiculous amount of money. I don't
2: know. Like I haven't experienced anything to that level yet yeah. in House of Cards. But like I said, like there's a shot where you see the the front label of a brand of whiskey, and and it's not good enough for me to actually remember what the fuck whiskey it was. <laughs> like I could I couldn't tell you couldn't give me any amount of money to tell you what that whiskey yeah. was right now. Like I can. Not think of it. So like, yeah. it reminds me of the first Wayne's World. Yeah,
3: when he's like at the bell talking, and turns to the camera and holds up the bag of Doritos, something yeah. like that.
2: <laughs> Coke Oritos. or Lip.
3: Pepsi. Yeah, it was a taste of a new generation. <laughs> <laughs> Little, yellow, different. <laughs> I, still, <laughs> I still remember though. Like Secret Window is still the all-time oh, yep. best example
2: of product placement ever. So funny. I hated that movie. Do you remember that scene? No, where I don't. Hysterical I kind of blocked that whole movie out of my brain. He's you know, like so disappointed. He's like
3: eating Doritos throughout the whole movie. And there's like <laughs> a
2: shot where he has to get something out of his desk. And it's like an overhead shot in the drawer opens. And there's like Doritos right there. <laughs> and he's like
3: pushing them out of the way. And then there's probably more Doritos underneath. It. It's just <laughs> there's
1: really Doritos in the background of every shot. just nacho <laughs> cheese Doritos he, somewhere. His, he has f- orange fingers like for the whole... <laughs> 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 just always going... Yeah, he's just
2: licking, licking his the orange, like, like scraping it. It's so caked on his fingers. He's it's it's in his little shitty Johnny Depp mustache. Yeah. <laughs> There's
0: paper towels just covered in orange dust on <laughs> his, <laughs> his table.
2: All right, well, uh, I've been, oh, I've been binge watching Friends. I'm in the last season now. Yeah, and that's yeah, that show was way more relevant in my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: yeah, I can imagine. It's oh. uh
0: yeah, it's a. I'd love that show even when I was young, but I can imagine that it. Would, oh, it would get it would get home, it would get home more, real
2: hard right now. More poignant. <laughs> All right,
0: Nick, what have you been watching?
3: Uh, not much. Yeah. Alex. Um, <laughs> okay.
0: I've been watching. <laughs> well, I'm not done.
3: <laughs> Something. Uh, I actually forgot until we started talking about it. I don't think I mentioned it on the podcast yet, but if I did and none of us remember you, uh, please let us know. Uh, I watched Hannibal season two. Mm. And I love it's, that show. It's good. It wasn't as good as season one, though. You don't think I so? I don't think. Eh. It, it started out really strong. And then it kind of started to lose steam. And I was like, okay, something big needs to happen pretty soon. And, I mean, where... Well, where it
2: ends on a fairly high oh, note. Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: absolutely. And then it finally something really big happens about midway through. And I was like, okay, that's what needed to happen. But it's... Man, it's pretty fascinating. Again, oh, I, 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 I love, don't know how Mads Mickelson isn't winning all the awards oh, that are real. available. He's terrifying. He needs to, He's
2: terrifying even, in, like, the most innocent kind of way, I feel like. And just... What a what a string puller! He's just yes. fascinating. Yeah.
3: There's seriously every morning he should walk out onto like his villa that I imagine he lives in, and just a dump truck backs up and just drops awards because <laughs> <laughs> he's so good. Oh, and actually, God. Lawrence Fishburne, who has sucked for the better part of a decade in everything, oh, he, he is yeah. awesome in it. Yep. He's so good. It's like the only thing he gives a shit about. I think is being in Hannibal and being awesome.
2: And I, I have a huge crush on Gillian Anderson. Yeah, it's pretty huge cool she came crush. back.
3: Love yeah. her. Yeah, where. You guys should watch
2: it really. It's How is Michael it, Pitt as uh excellent. as
3: Mason as Mason Verger? Yeah. Really creepy but too much of a Joker impression to like Okay. It's very very jokery. Hmm. But he's unsettling for sure. He's yeah, got He's okay. he's pretty disturbing. He's been actually recast in uh the third season uh what's his name? Joe Anderson from um Across the Universe yeah. and, and The River and that is is taking over. So okay. I
0: love Joe Anderson, so that's, He'll be really good in that role. I
3: he think. will. I mean if you're going to recast him Now's the time to do it. Yeah, for real. Oh, okay. (laughs) Spoilers for Mason Verger. (laughs) I gotcha. uh,
0: Is Michael Pitt going to uh, Gotham to be the Joker? He could. (laughs) He may as well.
3: No, he's fine. But it is a very good show. Season, I mean, uh, season one is like a 10 out of 10. Season two is just like an 8. It's still very, very good.
2: Regardless, I think it's shot really well. And I love the soundtrack. And just Mm -hmm. the the scenes of him cooking are so artfully shot. They're amazing. It's
3: beautiful. Yeah, Brian Fuller. He's, he's a stud.
0: They put out some awesome, like, vinyl sets of those, and I'm like, I know I'm going to love this show, so oh, I feel I like, like I should posters, just buy them the all. The art but prints
2: that they did for that were
0: yeah.
3: amazing. The writing is very, very, very good. Yes. I mean, for for a viewer who's used to watching, like, stuff that you just don't need to really, really pay attention or be able to, to dissect dialogue quickly and, like, understand, like, kind of what people are saying, and there's lots of, you know really long words and dense vocabulary and lots of medical terms and that thrown around. If you're not, if you can't really hang with that, like it, it probably would be a difficult show to really thoroughly enjoy because there's a lot of very heavy, very wordy scenes, but man, they're so well acted. It's just super compelling. That's right. a great show. Yes. And both seasons are now available on Amazon prime. Cool. Streaming for free. Well, with Amazon prime.
0: I'll have to check it out uh i have been watching a few things mostly tv as well i did watch better call saul and have enjoyed it so far um i started back up with season two of agents of shield and wow did that show get way better yep it's way better they took a note they they learned from arrow and and the flash that you need to answer your questions you need to start giving things momentum and letting things happen throughout the season instead of just building to a final point and, you know, letting it go like that. So that's awesome. And there's a lot of really suit, like there's something super relevant, probably to the Avengers that happens halfway through the season and that they build up to. So that's, it's pretty awesome. Um, what else have I been watching? I started watching, Oh, I finished house the TV show.
2: That's still... that. When did that wrap up?
0: Like 2009 or something it like that. It lasted
2: that long. It was there were, a long time, like seven seasons. I was over that show in the first season.
0: There were like seven or eight seasons. It's been through like season three. It's a perfect ending. It's a perfect ending for the series, which it was is...
2: just too formulaic for me.
0: It, but it's so like not about that. It's just about how awesome House is as a <laughs> character and how the people he like... How the people around it. it's all about, like, the case is whatever. Like, I could ignore anything that's happening with the actual medical case. Those stopped being, like, interesting and plausible in the first season, basically. But everything that happens with the people around House and how they treat him and how he treats them is really, really, really good. And how that develops throughout the seasons is awesome. You probably
3: watch through, like, season three or four and still enjoy it. It okay. turns it on its head a little bit around then, like, three and four. Yeah. But
2: after that, I really started to hit the snooze button. Yeah. Your argument just now reminded me of the people who are like, The Walking Dead is not about the zombies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. like, it's about people. It
2: may not be, but that's all anybody wants to see. Yeah. So. Uh, Daryl, hello. <laughs> it's <not> a zombie. <laughs> we just had this conversation like four I know we about. did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and then finally, I started watching Parenthood, which whoever out there thinks I should be watching Parenthood- you are you lose your job because you should have gotten me watching the show when it fucking started. Cause Dude,
2: no, that show makes me cry. I'm a grown-ass man. Amazing. It I'm, is I'm a grown-ass so, ass man.
0: <laughs> it's so good. It's so beautiful. I like, I'm. I started it maybe early February, and I'm all the way through season two. I'm like halfway through Holy season shit, three. Holy like shit,
3: Peter Krause was in that show? Peter
0: Krause is yeah, my yeah. favorite character on that show. He's really good on that show, too. Um, and I've, it, I've
2: watched up until the last two seasons they've shown.
0: Okay. It just okay. ended this year. Yeah, so. that
2: that show is because uh, that was done by the guys who did Friday Night Lights, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's fantastic. Makes grown men cry and uh, hits you in the field well. Makes me morale night, men so. cry, <laughs> dude. I, that show is like it, it. I don't know what it is about. It was really hard for me to watch at first when I first started watching it, and then I finally like just let it sink in, and I was like, this is a pretty good show.
0: It's and then I cried. It's so. How many so seasons amazing. did it last? Six. Six seasons. Has
3: anybody else here seen Six Feet Under?
0: No.
2: Uh, I've watched the first few episodes, and I've been meaning to pick it back up again. Peter Krause so. was a beast in that yeah. show.
3: He's phenomenal. Everyone is in that show. I mean, that show is like a... They should... When people sign up for acting school, they should give them the complete set and go,
2: here you go. You've graduated. <laughs> right. Just watch this. It's so good.
0: Peter Krause in Parenthood is like who I want to grow up to be as, as a man.
2: It made me want to watch uh, Sports Night again. Watch I it. never Sports watched any Sports Night. Night. Yeah. That's that's a great show. Yeah, yeah. it's actually pretty good. I'm um, a fan,
0: but yeah, I don't know. That's basically it on my end. Cool. Okay. Cool, bro. I think we can move into our review of Neil Blomkamp's Chappie. Uh, what this- movie, Gojo? Chappie! <laughs> Thank you. What movie, Chappie? Not Gojo, it's Chappie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this movie stars Charlton Copley, Dev Patel, Hugh Jackman, Sigourney Weaver, and many other people. D Diantword.
2: D antward
0: Yeah. I think. Uh the synopsis on IMDb says In the near future, crime is patrolled by an oppressive mechan- mechanized police force. When one dr- police droid, Chappie, is stolen and given new programming, he becomes the first robot with the ability to think and feel for himself. So um this is one that I think all of us had on our anticipated lists, if I recall correctly. Um We're all fans of Neil Blomkamp. We didn't necessarily love Elysium. You can go and listen to our review of that somewhere in the uh, mid part of the first 100 episodes. Near the 50s, I think. Um, So we were waiting on Chappie with bated breath to see if Chappie renewed our faith in Neil Blomkamp. Willie, did Chappie do that for you?
1: Um... (laughs) I don't know why I keep not expecting you to throw to me. Like, I, <laughs>
0: well, I, I still- never throw to Nick first because when I do to him, he's just like, uh, I didn't think you were going to throw to me first. <laughs> I'm doing the
3: same thing now. <laughs> you've actually, for the last several weeks, you've thrown to me first. Really? Yeah. So I've gotten acclimated to try to be...
1: Really well, yeah, because
0: you're you're usually on the left, but I don't know. I'm in a fever
1: know. dream of cough medicine. And- <laughs> no. Um. Yes and no. Yeah. In terms of renewing my faith. I mean... Every director, I mean, he's only been around for a few. This is only his third feature. It's his third movie. Yeah. I mean, and any director is going to have one or two missteps in a filmography at some point. Even if you like the movie, you can admit that it's a weaker movie in the in the you know in the group. But it's this one. I think I think it's a better movie than Elysium. I think it's like at least the themes and the messages it's trying to put out there come across stronger and resonate more than the ones in Elysium. Elysium was kind of like a lot of half ideas and a lot of what I felt was kind of, I don't know, half-baked, like, protest over, like, class and stuff like that. It just didn't come on. It didn't. It was
0: very on the nose.
1: It was really on the nose. Yeah. Like, it didn't even try to. And this one, I think, is a little more subtle in terms of some of what it's trying to do. Not all the time, by any means. But I think it's it's it does a better job of getting the themes across without beating you over the head. Um, I, the the action's great. He's never had a problem with that. Uh, the look of the movie's great. He's never had a problem with that. That these are his strong suits. So, I wasn't worried about that at all. Um, the soundtrack's awesome. Um, the performances—they're <laughs> a little all over the place. I and mean, uh, Charlton Copley's amazing. Yeah, like this is just another in a in a recent string of. Uh, Motion capture CG performances that are like that trump all the live action performances in the movies they share the screen with, and I think that this trend recently between this movie and um, and the Planet of the Apes movies, I mean, it should show people that this is like a viable, a real performance coming from an actor. This is not just some people sitting at a computer. I mean, that's a huge part of it, obviously. Yeah. I don't know I feel like we should give these guys more recognition guys like circus you know and anyway but ultimately this movie does fall flat for me um and the the biggest problem for me is in the casting of of the two the two band members from Die Antword. yeah
2: yeah Die D I don't I yeah, obviously don't Diane actually know Antwerd,
1: but... I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> it um they're not actors, and
2: it shows. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I've seen worse acting in a movie. I'm not going to say that. Like, like I've seen uh, musicians or uh, pro wrestlers or people that aren't actors try and be actors before and and fail more miserably than this. But when the screen is when the when the the amount of time that these characters are on screen and the importance of these characters and what they do with Chappie and around Chappie and how they influence Chappie, I feel like should have been in the hands of these two. If he's friends with them, or he's, or or they wanted to be a part of one of his movies, or I don't know what the relationship is there, but if he wanted to appease them or he just wanted to use them in a movie, he should have known better as a filmmaker than to. Put them in this important of a role because I clear I I think it's very clear that they aren't they don't gel in in the I, I mean do they they look like thugs and you know kind in of South Africa yeah. I I don't know what a South probably we've like. been there <laughs> yeah I don't I couldn't tell you but um I, I the thing is when you have these characters that are that are kind of thugs and 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 thieves and you know bad guys. But they're kind of the protagonists in some areas of the movie, or at least they're you, they're the focus of large chunks of the movie. I need to at least be able to relate to them to a certain extent, or else you lose me. I yeah. can still relate to Chappie, yes, but Chappie, at the point we first meet him, is hard to relate to, too, because Chappie hasn't really begun any sort of... Growth yet, you know what I mean, and so I have to I have to cling to to a character, and I can't do that with these two. And part of it is just the look; like they just they look. It's hard for me to relate to it because I look at them, I'm just like, good god, like where did they drag you out of? <laughs> and that's not a bad thing for these roles, but you can you can cast an actor in a role like this and and grunge them up enough for me to be for to make it believable that they are you know street trash or whatever they are. But then they can also act and be charismatic. And I didn't get any charisma or any of that from these two.
0: Not to mention it's also probably got to be very difficult to act against somebody who's in a mocap suit. Or who's going to be like their performance is going to be altered in post
1: that's 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 tough for some actors exactly like i mean look at the cast of star wars episodes one through three (laughs) i mean you have a lot of talent involved there and most of them when they complained about uh, you know years afterwards when they were asked about that they said we were all pretty tired of you know acting with tennis balls, tennis balls on or poles, people with yeah. fake heads on top of the top of their head like like there's only so much you can some actors can suspend their disbelief
0: i mean and ian mckellen crying famously crying <laughs> on the set of the hobbit being like this isn't why i became an actor exactly yeah see and that's and that's
1: uh it's tough like i mean ian mckellen had a hard time with it so these two probably should not have been put in that position i think it was unfair to them really and i think it was unfair to the movie because i think that I think that it was a hindrance. Um, and I'm not saying that that would fix everything about the movie to recast those roles, but I that's a
2: big problem for me in the movie.
0: So, okay. yeah. All right, John, what'd you think of Chappie?
2: I don't want to be that guy, but like everything Willie said <laughs> is like pretty on par. I think the the contrast of, of the DeAntword duo to the people who actually could act in this movie is what ruined the movie for me. I re I was really excited for this movie too. I really I mean that's why I'm here is because I was like I wanna see this with you guys yeah. and review it and i am I w I'm I'm a little bit disappointed. I think uh the last half hour of the movie was the best. So yeah. and that's really all I could say about it. I, I, I just felt really disconnected from those characters and I didn't I couldn't get into it because of them because I kept think I, all I could think of is like, My God, they're so bad. <laughs> And it, it made me so angry to sit there and have to keep watching them because they were the main focus. Like, yes, they are bad guys because they're thugs and thieves and whatever, like like Willie said. But they are the focus of the movie, which is kind of a cool twist on things because you're used to following the protagonist as opposed to this antagonist type character. Yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. There, It has its ups and downs. It's worth a rent. I wouldn't go see it in theaters, in my opinion.
0: Okay. Nick, how'd you feel about Chappie?
2: uh
3: the jury's still a little bit out but they're coming back and their faces aren't happy (laughs) Um, (laughs) it it does it does some things really right but the list of things it does it does well are smaller than the things it does poorly um like like willie said uh charlotte copley is in the villa next door to Mads, bring him the dump truck. Also, <laughs> <laughs> dump awards. <laughs> he's very good, and he's he's. I, I don't think I mean. Granted, I've seen like four Shalto Kope performances, but he's always very good. And he's one of those interesting guys that didn't really become an actor until he was like older, and still isn't. I, I don't know if how much he would even consider himself an actor. Yeah. So he's interesting, but he does he does a lot with with what little he's given. Now, if he were up. If he were sharing more scenes with other actors, he may not be as good. But since he's opposite these two goofballs, he looks <laughs> he looks pretty like Gary Oldman.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I mean, he's a, he's playing a robot that he, emotes more efficiently, r- right? Than exactly. <laughs> like, that's what blew me away. Is like he's yeah. able to convey more emotion through a an animated robot mm-hmm. on screen than the two people who are actual humans. Like, and and what, what is that?
3: the The effects are very good. Chappie looks very there. seamless most of the time. Yeah, yeah. there are a couple times I was kind of like, okay, but overall it's very, very convincing. So you know, Neil's very good at at understanding how how his his look and his vision is going to meld with post production and make something that seems very real and very lifelike. So it points to him for that. And he's a I think he's a great story guy, great concept guy. But there, he crammed. A lot into Elysium, District Nine is pretty lean overall the story's pretty pretty lean and there there's a lot of lofty ideas and questions it raises, but it manages to to smooth the contours and and make it very easy to follow and easy to understand and easy to to uh, project your yourself into and Elysium tried to pack a little bit too much it didn 't do it well and this movie tries to pack even more in and does it worse i think overall there's just so much in the ending. I'm like the opposite of John. I actually thought the last half hour was abysmal. I think it was by and far the worst part of the movie. Because suddenly a whole nother subplot is just opened up in the last second. It was like he got to the last 10 pages of the script and went, ooh, what do we do? But that's what
2: I like about that. Like I liked that subplot, and I wish I could have seen more of that. If that, it
3: had been more of the focus of the movie, I would agree. But it feels like literally he was about to shoot the movie, and I was like, I still don't have an ending. Right? What do I do? No, I, uh, I, I yeah, reach into the idea hat. Oh yeah, there's another one. Let's. That just... was
0: that was everything that I, as somebody who didn't see anything on this movie, that was that those last twenty minutes are everything that I wanted this movie to be about. Yes, and it, and it wasn't.
3: I, I would want. Uh, I didn't even really want that in this movie to be. You could touch on it, but where it went, we'll get into it with spoilers. It yeah. went too far, with very little motivation and hardly any buildup. It just happened.
0: And, oh, I no, was like, and, and that's like so. This is like if you take that ten minutes and stretch it out to two hours, boom. Give me that. I don't want to jump from A to B. That, immediately. that would need that would need to be an entirely different movie, though. Exactly. This movie yeah. should just be. About, I think they should throw out the first sixty or sixty to, 70 to, 80 to 90 about, minutes of this movie. About then, this
3: robot gaining sentience and then exploring the world. Sure. And yeah, it it has be a montage of it has, the gaining
2: sentience part. It
3: has too, too many other characters, too many other subplots going on. And like I was discussing just before we recorded, um, I don't know what to cut, though. I don't know which characters or which plots to remove. Because if you remove the, the word characters, you're kind of losing part of what makes Chappie Chappie there. If you remove Dev Patel's character, you lose something there. If you remove uh, Hugh Jackman's character, you kind of lose something there. And so... All these things are there for a reason, but he should have found a way to smooth it out or combine some of those characters into one, that type of thing. Um, Hugh Jackman probably actually can just lose him. He's not. He doesn't really need to be in the movie. Ranger Rick. He's really fun to watch. <laughs> uh And Sigourney Weaver is also pretty entertaining. She's like her acting is just like EKG. It's <laughs> yes. really interesting. She's very good in her first few scenes, and later she is hilariously over the top. <laughs> And I just remember kind of cocking my head like a little dog and being like, "Okay, that's that's where she is now." She turned it up to ten and then brought it back down to like a nice even three. So uh, it, I don't know, it it's disappointing because he he, I'd say he he's one for three now. That's yeah. probably my I officially think. I mean, I think I liked this one a little bit better than Elysium, probably, um, but it's really tough to say because it it has some really baffling choices and i think it 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 continues to display neil blomkamp's biggest fail is, is that our biggest shortcoming as a filmmaker is that he 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 gets too attached to certain things and tries to make it work and it doesn't don't put your two disgusting water rat friends in this movie like <laughs> i don't care if they're your best friends in the universe if they're your foster parents they suck don't do that. Your your art suffers for it.
1: Or put them in your movie, but give them a little cameo or something. Like, like like if you really want
3: to... Well, like The thing is, it was a full-blown break of the fourth wall, essentially, because they were playing themselves.
1: They were wearing their band's t-shirts. Yes,
3: <laughs> in the movie. This makes no sense and is completely unneeded on every level. And it's distracting, well, I, like, I and it's unnecessary, and it bloats your movie, and it's just stupid. Just bad, bad decision. And like... What are you doing <laughs> What are you doing
0: No, and I mean like I would, I would get the casting of them as like dumb criminals, but you could get good actors that could do that way better than they could.
3: and the thing yeah, like Willie said if they' if they're just in a scene and like people are like oh that's funny, there's d n word they're South African musicians, and, and they're they're in this movie. If they were like two of the random gangsters at the beginning who got killed, that would be funny, but they're they're critical to the movie and they're both take turns being horrible. It was like they showed up to set and was like, is it Monday? Okay, it's my day to be worse than you in this scene. They were so inconsistent. One of them wasn't like... If one had been consistently good and the other consistently terrible, it would have been better. But, man, I'm just... i I've saying it for years. Musicians should not try to be actors because it's it's rare if you can do it. It does happen on occasion, but
1: I think you need to... I think it needs to be eased into more so. I don't think you should... No, you shouldn't have I don't these. think it's... Like I said, I don't think it's fair to them to thrust them into like this these pivotal yeah. roles... It really, the, the, really the two juiciest roles in the movie other than Chappie himself.
3: Yeah. You know, I think it was kind of a disservice to them. And pretty critical to the plot until the, and it reached the point where in the, in the third, that, oh, that third act where they were, they were laugh, laughable. Like literally we were like me, I remember me and Gojo were very vocally laughing because it was just ridiculous. I was like, I have nothing invested in this movie anymore. So too bad.
0: Yeah. This movie was extremely disappointing. Um I think the good points that we've hit on were were quite good but in terms of just acting and the ideas of the story like I think District 9 does such a good job of of being a very skillfully veiled allegory and he's trying to stumble upon that time and time again with with Elysium and, and with this one too maybe maybe not not so much an allegory but more directly exploring these themes and i just don't think he can happen upon that exactly like i don't district 9 was 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 something that was crafted as a short and something that he kind of chewed on for a while and and i don't think you know, maybe th- four or five years down the line, Elysium was going to be a great movie, but we got it in like stage one, and that's what it is. And and that's kind of how I feel about Chappie too. I'd prefer to watch Chappie over Elysium, kind of as Nick said, and and I and I think that'll ring true even once the chips do fall where they do. But um, I to me, I feel like everything. That happens before that third act. I'd be okay with them completely throwing it out because I don't even think they get anywhere close. Like any part of chappie exploring the world and learning and doing any of that gets so swept under the rug here that I couldn't care to see what he would do with that. Like it'd be it'd be great if this movie was just Dev Patel teaching a a, a robot how to be a human. I guess. But I don't really want that. I like the idea of exploring consciousness and how this robot deals with consciousness and what kind of questions it raises to have this completely different, quote-unquote, organism exploring this idea of consciousness, something that we as humans are nowhere near understanding. And that, to me, would be very interesting. But I... I, I and it, on top of that I feel like he tries to throw in the whole RoboCop police state kind of thing with this as well. And 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 I it doesn't do even a better job at that than RoboCop 2014 does to me, which is really sad. But um I did love the score. I thought the score was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor 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 went out for Hans even though he's alive still. Um <laughs> And uh, and I did, not like, Sigourney Weaver, I don't know what she was doing. <laughs> she was better than Jodie Foster in Elysium. And, yeah, Willie said that to me in the car, and I was kind of like, I don't know. But, no, that's, oh, that is that is that is very true. That is very true. She didn't have a terrible French accent in this movie that she was trying to put on. So
3: She was fine up until near the end, and then she just said that one scene, I was like, what?
0: To me, she just felt really, like... Just like she was reading the lines off the page. I didn't feel like she was putting anything into it. Not that she was given a lot to do with it. And she wasn't in very many crucial scenes anyway. But it was just kind of meh. So.
2: She was forgettable.
0: Yeah. Same with Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman was fun, I guess. Kind of. But. I don't think like his mullet was so distracting.
3: There were so many shots of it too. Yeah, like close-up shots from behind his head. <laughs> I was like, they're just lingering they're, on. They're that
0: trying mullet. to bring it back. Yeah, bring back the, mullet. the big.
3: One of the biggest things I forgot to even talk about is just there are so many hilariously nonsensical choices made throughout this whole movie by both the characters and the director that just maybe going what?
2: Oh, like subtitles.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. Like the subtitles, subtitles for the per- for the one coherent. guy you can understand yeah. they gave <laughs> subtitles to. I wonder if we got the South African audiences real by accident.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, it, uh, it just some these characters in this universe. Uh, I, I actually, I'm trying to remember what point in the movie it was where I was like, I'm just going to pretend this is pure fantasy and not rooted in our world at all because these characters are making choices that are just insane and don't make sense on any level. Yeah. Just Weird. Weird, weird writing. I think he... I'm, I, You know, I said it, I think, two weeks ago on the podcast that I think the Alien franchise will be good for him because he'll have other people that will rein him in and be able to kind of channel his vision a little bit. Smooth
1: out the contours.
3: Yeah, because, damn it, can the guy direct a, like a, an action sequence? And there's even less action in this movie than in Elysium, but the opening sequence of this movie is awesome. It is so awesome. It is very cool. And I was like, I was like, okay, like, I'm in. Yeah. And initially, when DeAntwoord showed up, I was like, "They're they're okay in this opening scene," and it's just, "Oh man, is it just swirling around the toilet bowl after that?" Right. But he he could potentially make some absolutely incredible aliens sequences. I'm so s- if they don't take the job away from him in the wake of this movie, uh, they might go, "Oh wait, you made drawings and we gave you the job. Maybe we should think twice about that."
0: I'm I'm. I'm worried because to me, like everything that he said, and we touched on this a little bit, but everything that he said as he released that art was very much a, I don't know if I want to take part in a big studio film. I think he has to now. And I think he got burnt so bad on Halo because that was just probably Microsoft telegraphing through whatever studio had the rights to try and make a movie. And that studio probably had their hands way in in the ingredients to try and make it whatever they wanted it to be. That I hope that he doesn't take any of that contour smoothing as somebody defeating his vision.
3: And pulling out of your right and just bounce.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm worried about.
3: Well he's we we are in a position right now where we could be witnessing the second M night Shyamalan where it was someone who started off so promising and just made a killer move in his case, a killer movie in M night's case, like three really killer movies, depending on if you, if you like science or not. And, um, but then he, he got put into this corner where he wanted to maybe continue to make his own movies, but he got too M night, got too caught up in himself and he, and it ended up, which is kind of what Neil feels like he's doing. And then M night had to start taking big studio shit to try to pay the bills, and ended up having to make terrible movies that yeah. somebody else was in control of, and he was just kind of a puppet. And so hopefully we're not seeing that cycle. I really, really hope that... Fo- is it Fox that has oh, an yes. Alien? Yeah. yeah. I hope that they they can kind of get to like a, a Nolan place where they say, this is kind of what we want. What's your idea? Oh, we like your ideas. Here, take that, but we're going to give you someone to help. And round you out.
0: As you brought up last week, I think Neil's comments about Elysium make me at least feel as though he's willing to look at himself and see what he's done wrong.
3: Yeah, well, bad but. news, man. <laughs> you did it twice in a row. <laughs> <wasn't>. <laughs> All uh. right.
0: We'll take a quick break. We'll come right back and spoiler tears. <laughs> We are in spoiler terry for Chappie. I don't know if anybody has anything particular that they want to start Mm, with.
3: I forgot to call it crappy. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I've been thinking of that for days.
1: (laughs) There's already a review on um, Rotten Tomatoes that says, if you replace the H with another letter from the alphabet, it sums up this movie pretty nicely. So they got you already. So they got you covered. Um, I do want to mention the consciousness transfer thing right out of the Mm -hmm. gate. Uh, super cool concept. Yes. Not fleshed out enough in this movie. Um, I think that's what Nick was referring to. This kind of gets thrown in there at the last second. I wish that it was either more of a focus in the movie from the beginning on, and then they, they transferred some of the focus off of something else or that it had not been in
2: there regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what, that's what I'm saying about how like, that's my favorite part of the movie because that's what grabbed me and it, it sucks that it took that long. To really That's grab me, and I wanted to see more of that because yeah. that concept was sweet, and I would have liked to see them kind of goof around as like two robots. Now you, you know, know you
0: know, you know what movie did this story right? Rise what? of the Planet of the Apes. If this movie, like that movie, very much takes. Takes the ape and shows him learning and experiencing his world, and does it well. Oh, that was the first yeah, one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> I know, me too. I'm like, what did they consciousness jumping? That. Dan Patel is James Franco. What did Toby do? Chappell- Campbell- no, you're,
2: you're you're on the money with that. Like completely. that is
0: like that like that would have been this. One. So in my sense, I feel like we've been there, done that story really well. Oh, this story has been done before.
1: I mean, there's no doubt of the, the the concept of the. The the robot becoming more than just a robot. Oh
0: yeah. Like oh millennium man? What? But yeah. I think I think that's why I'm so attached to what the consciousness transfer that happens in the last part of it. Because that's the new and fresh. Like that's that's what I wanted so bad. Isn't that what of, Transcendence is about? I wanted it so friggin' <laughs> bad out of Transcendence and didn't get anything of worth out of that oh, movie. Oh god, that movie. That this this movie gets so much so much closer to exploring that, and it's only in the last ten minutes. And Transcendence is a full movie and doesn't do it that well. So that's why I'm more attached. Like, like Nick Nick said that he like wishes that it was more about Chappie experiencing the world and and gaining knowledge and things like that. I think we've gotten that before, and it would have been cool, and it would have been a better movie if they focused on that instead of throwing all the other stuff in. I see what you're saying about uh, apes, but I I disagree slightly in that at
3: least that's that's an organism that yeah. that we know is related to to humans, and so there's like there's kind of a tie there. I mean, the reason I was into that idea, yes, we've seen it before, but I, I wanted to see what Neil Blomkamp could bring to that. Yeah, and I think that it started out really interesting, and like Charlton Copley's portrayal of it as like a kid was really cool, especially because this is a creature that was designed for for violence essentially yeah and to to follow order and to be uh, as program a program can possibly be you see the bad thing neutralize it return to base high five good job and Chappie, like it it, the 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 potential for him that that is shown is really interesting and there was so much they could have done with it and it just the consciousness thing i think belongs in a different movie make that neil blomkamp Mm -hmm. by all means tackle that subject at some other point but in this movie, I didn't, I didn't want it. I, I wanted this story about this robot, and I think that, you know, even it starting off like District Nine, which is really shameless, mm. I, I would have been okay with it if Chappie had kind of stuck to what I was hoping it was going to, where this robot was able to show people that being, being human isn't necessarily just biological. It's not just pieces. It's not just you know flesh and blood, and. It touched on it a couple times, where there was the scene with uh, with uh, the girl y- Yolandi, which was actually kind of good, where she's in the bed reading him a yeah. book. I was like, "This scene's actually pretty good," and it was interesting watching Chappie kind of start to absorb the idea of what a soul well, is that, and that kind of th- thing. Those,
2: th- that's two scenes then, where he's individually with you know one of the two, mommy and daddy, yeah, with mommy and daddy on mm-hmm. on a one on one basis. That I like it actually made sense, and they were they had somewhat of a bit of chemistry going on. And it it felt like natural to see that, and I wasn't like, I don't know, am I making sense? I feel like yeah, 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 totally no, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, no that's, right. You're
0: talking about the scene with the dead dog. yeah, dogs. where he where yeah. they yeah. see
2: the dead dog, and in the and, and Daddy's like, you know, you either are that dog that's eating and living, or you're this dog that's dead. You know, it's a yeah. dog eat dog world, blah 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 blah. Like showing him the real world, you know, and then you have mommy teaching him about how like, you know, when you heart to heart literally like heart to heart like they're talking about like moving on from this life blah 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 so that's i, I liked those scenes of them i hated the two of them on the screen yeah. together though
3: and i'm totally fine with those two characters being like being criminals or being like kind of scummy but those two were so filthy and like <laughs> everything they did was so bad that even at the end of the movie weren't spoilatory right yep. even when they're yeah. like in in threat of dying slash dying i was like i don't care like the world is oh, better. Happy the world died. is better for these people well, potentially died. not He's being still, in it. Yeah. Because they're just really bad, disgusting people. I will and
2: say the, the wound that he received in his leg or whatever, they made it seem like a much bigger deal than it actually was in the filming of it. Like, I was yeah. just waiting for that robot I, to thought just I thought right he was cut right done. in half. Yeah, I wanted to I was to like, die, please like, kill everyone. I just felt like they really glorified that gunshot wound to his fatty thigh mm-hmm.
1: i thought i thought for sure he was toast like yeah. when he like dropped down to his knees and i'm like well at least this character will get some sort of redemption at that, some, that some shot sort. of
2: him looking
3: over his shoulder was the funniest thing i've seen all year <laughs> i know it was so dumb i was like god this guy sucks you
0: see me being a hero just <laughs> cut his head off but the and shot it,
3: of- it, made, it made no sense mm-hmm. like those two characters uh, they they show no affection for each other the whole movie they seem like they hate each other mm-hmm. They're so confusing. And I was like, what? He's going to kill him. Why is he being selfless now for a robot that is just causing trouble for him? Like, so much needs to happen to all the human characters in this movie to make them better. Yeah. And Hugh Jackman's character makes no sense <laughs> ever. Ever. He's hilarious. Nothing though. he does makes any sense. He's like Dwight Schrute, but with a big robot and <laughs> like he's like an ex like soldier. Like he looks like he's like a Blackwater type guy.
2: Yeah, they could have just Who made is also
3: an engineer and like whiz kid computer programmer <laughs> who builds the giant death machine, the E the mm-hmm. D ED- two hundred nine from yeah. Robocop <laughs> and <laughs> wants to pilot it. And just goes on a killing
2: spree. <laughs> yeah. And he gets really excited when he gets it's to do it. It's so confusing. Everything he, he about it. if you think about it, he could have just been removed from the movie completely yeah. and still left the moose storyline having like sending the robot out to do its own it thing. It could have been
0: Sigourney Weaver just hitting a big red button on it. Yeah, and
2: honestly, and it the goes. moose
3: the moose didn't even need to be in it. I think the, the force yeah. of antagonism could have just been people uncomfortable with the idea of a robot being sentient. Like that's way more interesting to me than just sending L- literally a clone of the bad guy from right. Robocop to go out, and it just was really goofy. I was like, what the fuck, man? We did get that sick scene of the dude getting ripped in half, That was though, nuts. Which <laughs> <is> amazing. <laughs>
1: that was really disgusting. I was like, w- I was really excited. I-, I thought that we were heading into, like, disgusting
3: Robocop territory. I was like, <laughs> sick. There, there was a collective, cavitation oh,
2: in the theater when that, that was
3: happened. That was surprising because that, that character was, was actually kind of endearing. Yeah. And he, like, kind it was of, pretty
2: great. He was kind of the first
3: one to be, like, kind of nice to Chappie right. well, yeah. right. after, after Yolandi, but he kind of warmed up to him and ripped right. him up fixed his arm and I was like, okay, this guy's okay. Well, it's pl- I think part of it too is
1: he gets stomped on and so you're like, okay, that that's, that's that's sucks, but that's how, it, that's it. And then it's just like, nope, <laughs> yank you in half and shuck your body at the building. Yeah, I thought so he was wonderful. just going
2: to like cut off the dude's head, but he grabbed him and ripped him in half. Yeah, it, was <laughs> it was amazing. It
1: was
3: amazing. The, 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 and Dev Patel kind of sucked too and, and I was, I wish I'd been taking notes about the movie because there were so many things that didn't make sense, but I remember when he got shot I was like take him to a hospital. Yeah. Like he'll be okay. Well, why yeah. isn't
1: he asking to go to a hospital? I'm pretty
3: sure that getting shot in the belly is one of the more survivable places to be shot. Yeah. Just take him to a hospital and he'll be great and not,
0: not to mention that like he like essentially knows Champy's plan. Like he knows that Chappie's gonna transfer his consciousness, and it's like there's plus. H- how did you get that when we barely got that, and how, you've been around Chappie less than we
3: have? How it's, does a helmet that neurally interfaces the human draw that out of a machine
0: mm-hmm.
3: while not plugged into anything? He literally ripped the helmet and ran, and yeah, it, was, was, it was just not connected to anything. And he just put it on. And it was like I hooked up a bunch of Playstations, yeah. and I made I somehow did something. All the scientists in the world collectively have never been able to do. Yeah. Maybe we should I have our the mental force together and figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> and by that point, Chappie was what, the equivalent of like an eight-year-old? Like no.
0: something like that. I don't know. He had the rebellious teenager thing going on. He might have been like <laughs> fifteen. Dumb. <laughs> just dumb. I think this movie really glosses over all of the stuff that we would find interesting just to get to the action scenes. But there was no
3: action. That's the other thing. There were two action scenes, the beginning and the end. And the beginning was the only good one. Nothing in the end made any sense. Like, man, he dropped a cluster bomb within like a 34 range (laughs) and no one blew up the (laughs) smithereens. Are you kidding me? You just threw a bunch of smoke in the air and got me really annoyed. (laughs) Show me some guts, man. One One guy did a flip.
2: There was one guy who did a flip with the cluster bomb. I'll watch the A-Team and see eight flips and
3: and be way more (laughs) entertained. He didn't, I mean, at least I want, at least he had a couple beats of really awesome action. And this had just the opening scene was kick ass. And I was like, make that the bad, make the bad guys, the other police force, like they turn on Chappie and he Chappie by himself has to fight off like 50 scouts. That would be kick ass. I would watch the shit
2: out of that. I do find it interesting that he goes from being a militant order taking robot to a thug order taking robot. So no matter what, no matter what you do, you give a robot a sentient brain and they're still just going to follow orders. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, this movie just feels feels like a solid like first draft. Like, OK, the the skeleton's there. Now let me start conditioning the muscle Kind of like Elysium. Exactly. What's that? <laughs> kind of like Elysium. Yeah, Elysium was like a that wasn't even a first draft. That was a sketch on a napkin. <laughs> it was an coffee shop. Yeah, that was that was that, that, was, was, that, was, a, that was a thought bubble. <laughs> It. <laughs>
0: I It's gonna say it was a spider web that had yeah. a- <laughs> exactly that. I like pie graph. Little clouds. Yep. A
2: series of post its. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. It's. I think he just gets real. You know what? And God bless him. He's very talented, but you think he gets really riled up and just rushes into production,
2: and just it's it's half baked. He's basically the main character from District Nine.
3: Yeah, we, we actually did figure out uh, Gojo and I said that the only good characters in his movies
0: are the ones played by Shalto Copley. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> Do we mean good as in like good performances? Yeah. And, okay. Okay. Not good guys. I was going to say Kruger's just dis- fucking disgusting, but he was great. He's he amazing. Was so much
3: fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Copley like gets it somehow. It's yeah. like he puts all of his good writing into into Shalto Copley. I think anything.
0: they're just they're probably just on that like twin brain brain like yeah. they just know how each other works. It's like the
1: Tarantino uh, Samuel L. Jackson thing because yeah. Jackson sleepwalks in most of his roles, but then like he's in a Tarantino movie, you're like, fuck sweet, okay, that's good. Well, it's maybe the,
2: he needs to focus on, like, single character, you know, storylines. That's the thing. I you think know, there like were just a, too many characters. And, and in District like 9... He is, he is Legend. Or I am Legend. Not he is Legend. That's a band. That's a band. Literally, in the, in the yeah. car,
3: we, I said, I want to see a Neil Blomkamp-directed Charlton Copley starring I am Legend adapted yeah, straight from the novella. Amazing. It would be the best movie. Wow. It'd be incredible. I, I would watch the shit out of that. You and yep. me have that Blomkamp-Copley no, uh, <laughs> wavelength Nice.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there
3: are just too many damn characters. Because District 9 really only has, like... Two main characters. Right. It's yeah. just Vickis and Christopher.
2: And or, or give him something like her and make the main character even more introverted. Yeah, that yeah. was another thing about Def Patel that was confusing. I was like, why is
3: he so anxious to be <laughs> uploaded into a, a damn robot? Like, this kid is going to be a bazillionaire and he's, tw- he's like 25 or something. Like, why is he so ready to relinquish all the... All the pleasures of being.
0: That's a the weird thing is world. that I don't feel like he like wanted to do that. It, like he I just, would have been like screaming, like get me to a goddamn hospital! Don't make me into a robot. Exactly. But, like being a being becoming a robot when you're used to being human will be horrifying. It's like <laughs> you wouldn't immediately
3: be like, "No, I'm going to save you." You'd be just screaming for yeah. like days.
2: <laughs> 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 exactly. <laughs> it would not be that. Make a, well, maybe make it's a, like uh, a play on the like reincarnation in like Hinduism. Like diving into his uh, culture. The weird, the weird thing is I'm just
0: throwing out ideas, right? man. I think that might be racist, John. <laughs> It's not. I mean I'm not racist.
3: I just don't see the point of the ending either. Like I, I really thought it was gonna end with Chappie and, and Dev Patel, Robo Robo Patel just taking off into the wilderness and like then cutting back to the news people and being like Or
2: what if they were captured and made
3: into rock 'em sock'em robots. <laughs> Oh, I started laughing because initially when he up when he uploaded mommy's brain and it showed that machine, I was like, "Oh, great, she's going to become an assembly machine." Like, <laughs> I thought she's just going to be
2: that thing in the factory, just putting shit together, cooking things, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> building sandwiches. I did.
1: No, the, the last shot is just it adds more to the, the uh, promotional video that this movie is. It the just two hour promotional video. Video. Yeah. It's just a giant music video. Yeah, just a two-hour promotional video for the band.
2: I mean, and Sony. Yeah, that's uh, which is. Uh, I was Does anybody else want to buy a Vio computer right now? Cause <laughs> I did on the way Holy here. Shit. <laughs> Amazon ordered that. Shit. She bought four, <laughs> two days. I fine. ordered seven more PS4s and a bunch of PS4s <laughs> so that I could
0: transfer my consciousness into a <laughs> Raspberry Pi because <laughs> <To laughs> a thumb drive. Yeah, do <laughs> <laughs> a Raspberry Beret. <laughs> oh boy! All
3: right. There's there's just a lot. There's too much going on. Too many, too many cooks, books. Yeah, exactly. It's like the third week we've I've sung sing this. <laughs> That's fine. That guy's here somewhere in the back. In this movie, there are
2: too many crooks. Yes. Ooh. 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 Oh, oh. Yeah, I went there. What yeah, a zinger. With, with Chappie in the corner hitting the <laughs> snare <laughs> the snare in <and> the hi-hat. <laughs>
1: oh, I hope Alien's good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, really, if it isn't, then it'll just be another false start. Well, at least we know Sigourney's role will be half
2: decent.
0: Yeah,
1: hopefully. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right.
1: I
3: wonder if working with her is what got him kind of thinking about it. I, I
1: apparently think so yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. No, he's, he said he always wanted. He's always, want, always want <laughs> <laughs> he's always wanted.
0: He's always wanted to like a do the cha cha. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> that's a great movie.
1: He's always wanted to do an alien movie, and then when him and Sigourney got on set, he like basically just gushed at her about it. Like, And then she goes, oh, that's actually kind of a
0: good idea. And then... She's like, um, yes, Fox. Here's Dr. Neil. Money, please. Mama's got bills to pay. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy. Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: I had so much more I wanted to say, and I just feel like it's all just out there in the, in the giant thought bubble, and I can't pluck it down.
0: That's one of those ones where I feel like uh you know, we could do we could I I honestly want to revisit Elysium but I know that I do too. The bone like the bone like it's just not in the bones. Now that you've I've seen it though it could,
3: could be it could be a little bit better. Maybe. French you know, actually, I was going to say <laughs> that's, that's true. you know who has a uh, golden opportunity though to explore what I wanted to see out of this movie and also maybe a little bit of what Alex wanted to see is Marvel cuz since they're introducing Vision Mm. I mean, that is what he's all about, and that's the reason I'm really excited for Age of Ultron is to see mm. how they handle Vision. And vision? Vision? And, vision? A- and yeah, Shalto <laughs> Copley's Vision. I seriously want to <laughs> s- see that Shalto Copley, uh, Neil Blomkamp, I Am Legend, because it would probably be really good. Cool. That'd, That'd be, be awesome. Sweet. Has anyone read that? Yeah. Oh, isn't that incredible? It's a, a great, great book. book. It literally can just be. Uh, Jinx. You too. He's really or, got one more or brothers shot brothers or something. Me. I don't know. <laughs> You too.
1: He's really got one more shot with me before I'm like, okay, no, nope, that's, he it's, was, a fl- and it,
0: it was it's a literally, this, this is the make or break it for Willie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're you're this, taking
2: his most beloved franchise. I have This, haven't seen this is it. Him, so, so I don't know. I, I don't even know. I'm basing everything I know on District 9, so you should okay. watch it. Is it worth, it's worth a watch at least? I, th- I, I think, think you I
0: think you should watch it. I think it's worth a watch, but it is like coming Visually off it's, of, it's coming off of District 9. It was very much a, like a face plant to me. And
2: mean, uh, like. M83 did the soundtrack, right? No. no, no, that's what Oblivion. That's Oblivion. Okay, yeah. Oblivion was cool. I did see that too. Oblivion oh.
0: was disappointing to me.
2: <laughs> I'm big on soundtracks. That. That's, that's you should
0: you should watch. I'll give you. I'll, I have Oblivion on Blu-ray. You should watch. Okay. it. Okay. Yes, it's sweet. I actually
2: haven't watched a single Blu-ray on any of my Blu-ray devices yet. Hey,
0: come on. Let's get one. on that. It's a good first one. Yeah. Looks pretty. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah.
2: I do have a plasma TV now.
0: Yep. Plasma. <laughs> Thanks, other Morrell brother. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was, you mean thanks, older Morell. Yeah, who's good at up-charging everything. Actually, <laughs> I think I got a pretty good deal <laughs> on that TV, actually.
2: But, I mean, if it breaks in a month, well, no. <laughs> That's typically how it works. Yeah, the battery in it explodes. The battery in my <laughs> Mac blew up, basically. <laughs> I overpaid for that. We love you, Andy. Sometimes. <laughs> Most of the time.
0: All right. Uh, feedback at MidwestFilmLerds.com. Let us know what you thought of Chappie or of our show or anything else. Good thing you know the email address to your podcast. Yeah, I know. Because
2: I, know. <laughs> I couldn't remember ours.
0: I mean, I've been doing it for 117 episodes, though, so I have a little bit more practice at it. Well, probably people go...
2: actually send you stuff.
0: Sometimes. Sometimes. More so than not. That's true. I guess. I don't know. You're only more three so than episodes than in, though. Yeah. I don't remember when we got our first feed, Our first feedback wait another 30 or so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and even then i'll be somebody who's all i think been on the show that right yeah gonna <laughs> it's gonna be tim like tim will tim will do it Tim right will write right. and be like i don't know anything but what do you guys think of captain toad's treasure tractor on the wii u <laughs> oh my god he will be, he loves that game yeah, he does um anyway uh midwestfilmers.com find all our previous episodes plus full show notes um at mfn podcast on instagram and twitter search for midwest film nerds podcast on facebook and vine 248-7335-636 is where you would give us a call leave us a voicemail and we might play it and talk about it on the show uh please go subscribe to the midwest game nerds we're gonna have a new episode out before this one comes out so go back and check out our review of the order 1886 for playstation 4 uh what are we thinking next Bloodborne. Uh,
2: I would like to do a review of the Grand Theft Auto 5 heists, okay. as well as uh, Battlefield Hardline. All right, I'm thinking this is how it's going to go.
0: That's coming soon, and then probably Bloodborne after that. Yes, sir. Yep. Okay. Uh, Kyle X Y, go watch a movie.